Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. All right, so there are actually two different types of real estate funds. There's 506B and 506C. Now, this is actually pretty interesting, so we're going to take a few minutes and talk about the difference and why it matters. Now, standard disclaimer here before we dive in, this is all a bunch of legal content. I am not a lawyer. I'm not your lawyer. I'm just simply rehashing my understanding of what my lawyer, who's actually also my fund partner, has told me. I would strongly recommend you consult your own attorney and take what they say as gospel. Nothing that I say here is legal advice and shouldn't be construed as such. Standard disclaimers out of the way. Anyways, 506B, 506C. The key distinguishing factor here between these two funds is what you can and cannot do publicly. Now, historically, real estate funds were not something you could talk about publicly when you were raising money. It didn't want to be construed as if you were making an offer out to the public, which could be viewed, at least from the government's perspective, as basically trying to take advantage of perhaps less than sophisticated real estate investors, less than sophisticated investors, which the government calls non-accredited investors, and tricking them to sign up for an investment product that they don't understand. However, the government made this change with 506C, 506B, where you actually now can talk publicly about raising real estate funds. The difference is, for the real estate funds that you talk about publicly, the fund is now taking on the risk to make sure that all of their investors are accredited investors. Basically, in the olden days, when it was when you couldn't talk about it publicly, you already knew that somebody was accredited because they were raising their hands and saying, I am accredited, and it was a little bit more of a shutdown process. Now, if someone's going out today on social media and talking about, hey, I'm starting this real estate fund, please sign up and invest with me, that individual is taking on the risk and the liability of accidentally signing up someone who is not accredited. That is a big, big, big no-no. It looks like you're taking advantage of unsophisticated investors. So under 506B, 506C, the way this works is an investor can sign up for your fund, but before the documents are countersigned by the fund itself, The fund has to verify, and there's a lot of different ways you can do this, but the fund has to verify that the individual is an accredited investor first. That way, you are making sure that you are not letting in an investor who is is unaware of the the details of the actual fund itself, um, and you're following within these guidelines. I think this is actually a really strong move because now that funds can talk about what they're doing more publicly, it, number one, invites more exposure, which could lead to more investors for the fund. But that also means it could lead to individuals who might not have known about the fund to now have access to an investment vehicle that they they hadn't thought about before. So I hope this was helpful and all the best. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single-family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three-plus-year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out, and if not, I'll see you tomorrow.